Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. There are no minor characters. Every character that you include in your story needs to be made use of or let go. In today's episode of Writer Unleashed, we'll talk about how to craft minor characters who have major impact, and I'll give you some examples to drive it all home. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. The great acting teacher Stanislavski once said, there are no small parts, only small actors. And the same could be said for minor characters in our stories. There are no minor characters. They all are essential. Now, in our early drafts, we often include incidental characters like a store clerk or a waitress or a passerby, just some character that would have or could have been there. And the intent is to recreate reality. So for example, a store clerk in Bed Bath & Beyond might just be there to show the main character a new bed, right? Invariably, your character is going to go out in the world and do things and encounter other people. And They're not all going to be significant to your plot, but that doesn't mean that you don't make use of them. Every character you include, no matter how minor or no matter how brief their appearance is in the story, must be there in service to your story. They they need to be made use of because your main character is revealed in relation to other people, including those minor characters. Nobody in your story should be included for mere decoration or as a prop. No one should be invisible in your story. Now, we're going to go over three ways that you can use minor characters, and I'm going to give you some examples from stories where I just have not been able to forget about these minor characters. These are minor characters that have really stood out for me. So number one, a minor character can give us insight into a main character's personality. So how your character treats people who are either 
higher in socioeconomic status or lower in socioeconomic status, for example, tells us a lot about who that main character is. So in William Trevor's short story, The Penthouse Apartment, it starts out with the scene where Mr. Runka is on the phone with a woman from the magazine who will be photographing um, his apartment for a magazine spread later that day. And he's there with his wife, Mrs. Runka, and they're having sort of this three-way conversation. And they're negotiating between the three of them the time that the flower arrangement will arrive. So this is the problem of the day, right? So they want it, they want these flowers in at a certain time. And none of the times that work for the woman from the magazine, the times that are doable for the magazine are convenient for Mr. and Mrs. Runka. And they want them delivered at a specific time. And they expect this woman from the magazine to bend to their will. And towards the end of the conversation, now she's been very polite and she's been very a patient with these two as they go back and forth. And finally, she says, okay, she relents and she she says, I'll deliver, I'll have them delivered in 45 minutes. And she curses silently to herself. Now, this tells us a lot. This, this exchange tells us a lot about Mr. and Mrs. Runka, right? They're, it tells us that they're used to having people waiting on them and deferring to their demands. So they have a certain status and rank, but they think of themselves as superior and they're not very likable. But why this minor character, this woman from the magazine is so useful to this story is because as the story continues, the superintendent of the building winds up in the apartment. I think he's fixing something in the bathroom and he sabotages the entire photo shoot. Now, at this point, the Runkas aren't even home. They're both at their high-powered jobs. Their maid has arranged the flowers as a centerpiece for the photo shoot. And right before the photographers arrive, the superintendent, who's been drinking, somehow knocks over the vase. He wrecks the flowers, and the vase is broken into a million pieces on the carpet, and there's water on the carpet and all of this. It's a big mess. Now, if we hadn't heard the phone encounter over the phone with the woman from the magazine, and most importantly, witnessed her silently cursing to herself while she demurred to the runkas, the superintendent's behavior would have come out of left field, and we wouldn't have had this sense of satisfaction and delight in what he did. So the minor character, you know, we never see her. She doesn't have a name, and she's only there for all of two pages, but she serves the story. A second way to use your minor characters and make more use of them is to reveal the inner life of your main character. So there's this great scene in Revolutionary Road. It's a flashback scene where Frank, as a child, is going to his father's office with him. He's accompanying his father to this you know, big 
office building in New York City where he works. And so Frank is young and he's he's dressed in his fursuit and tie and it's very glamorous. He's enamored with all of the energy of New York City and the skyscrapers. And this is the very organization he winds up working at as an adult. Now, his father's boss is comes into the scene. They have lunch. And again, a minor character, but he's described as being overweight and sloppy and sweaty, and he's got spittle around his mouth while he eats. So he's a he's a pretty repulsive character the way he's described. So this minor character isn't just there because he could have been or would have been there. He's in the scene, he's in this lunch scene because he represents these conflicting desires that plague Frank throughout the entire novel and ultimately destroy his marriage. Now, as an adult, he describes his job as the dullest job on earth, yet he likes the prestige of the job. And of course, he loves the financial security. So he's he has conflicting feelings about this job, but it's really not his soul song. So This minor character isn't just a placeholder. He's made very useful to reveal what's going on inside Frank throughout the novel. And a third way to use your minor characters is to clash with your main character, set off sparks, even if it's just a passenger on a subway or the checkout girl at top supermarket. Now, often these small encounters can reveal what your character is feeling in that moment, or maybe even feeling generally about him or herself throughout the story. So you want to let that minor character trigger your main character. So going back to Revolutionary Road, towards the end of the novel, there neighbor takes their adult uh, son out of the mental hospital for the day. And it's the first time we meet him. So they take him out for a few hours and Frank and April Wheeler invite them all for dinner. And here's where everything unravels. So this character, John is his name. He's crazy, but he's very perceptive and he's he has no filter. He's not afraid to say things that Frank and April are afraid to admit about the reality of their situation and their marriage. He says things that no other character characters are willing to say to them. So he's saying some hard truths there. He somehow has perceived um, their situation and kind of called them out on it um, throughout this dinner. So this minor character has a major impact on the story. He actually torques the action in another direction and with ultimately fatal consequences. So to make the most use of your minor characters, number one, give us insight into your main character's personality. This is a great way of showing, not telling. Number two, reveal the inner life of your character indirectly. And number three, clash with your main character. Set off sparks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. 
More free resources are available at nancypannuccio.com. So head on over there to grab your gifts. And if you want to connect with more like-minded writers and with me, join us in our private Facebook group over at facebook.com slash groups slash writer unleashed community. It's totally free to join. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Till then, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.